What is going on, fellas and ladies? We are back with another Fat Roll Sports. This is episode 23 this week. I know I left you guys on a little bit of a, uh, what is it? A holiday, I guess you could say, um, because I planned on just waiting for the World Series to finish so I could talk about it, and then the next day I just got too lazy, didn't do it, and then I've been busy ever since, so this is the first day I've been able to get back on, but I promise I will have a podcast out next Tuesday or Wednesday. I'm just going to wait for that Monday night football game to take place, and uh, yeah, before we get started, go ahead and do the usual, like the podcast, follow, rate five stars, share it. Do whatever you can to help the podcast out. Helps me out a ton, helps the podcast out. And we will go ahead and jump into what I've been up to, which is actually a good bit. It's not uh, not the usual where I say uh, not much, but yeah, we've actually done a good bit. Had the roof taken care of. Finally, no more squirrels scratching. That's finally taken care of. Got the gutters um, done as well just a couple days later. Anything else? Um dang maybe it hadn't been much uh just school and work and have i done anything fun besides oh i guess now the weather's changing i've been doing a lot of game nights been talking about game nights a couple podcasts in the past but uh yeah with the weather the way it is it's been ramping up and yeah probably gonna put my christmas tree up soon uh i don't i don't understand why november has to be entirely for thanksgiving for a meal uh but that's just some people. For me, I'm putting my Christmas tree up. Sorry about it. And yeah, going to get that spirit going. Going to have a few fires going. Been putting some bonfires on in the back uh, with friends, without friends, just enjoying the weather. It's just been absolutely incredible. And we will go ahead and get into the slate because now I am in the fall spirit. And you know what the fall spirit entails? That is sports. Sports entails the fall spirit. We got the NBA back. Not really going to touch on that. Um... But just wanted you to know, it's back. Uh, there's really only been like, I want to say 15 games played for teams. Like, it's really not too many. And let's see what else is on the slate. We're going to go through the F1 recap and a little uh, World Series recap. Going to mix those together because I can. I think I could fit those in the same segment. And then after that, we will go to my NFL Week 8 and 9 recap. And then after that, we'll go to the Week 10 picks then the Fat Roll Sportsbook, Fantasy Corner, and then to finish off, we're going to do the NFL Midseason Awards. And this is what I'm going to pick. I have the top three for each, the MVP, Offensive Player of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, Comeback Player of the Year, Offensive Rookie of the Year, and Defensive Rookie of the Year. Have all of those um, listed out, the top three for each, and their odds according to the sportsbooks. Um, and I'm going to give you my picks just midway through the season josh allen you might well, yeah we'll, we'll talk about it we'll get there that'll finish up the show and yeah without further ado let's go ahead and jump into the f1 this is fat roll sports and thank you for listening all righty so to kick off this segment uh you know it's going to be the dual segment we have the f1 and the mlb recap that I'm going to be going over in this. So we'll just go ahead and jump right in. We'll go with the F1 Mexican Grand Prix. That took place two weekends ago. And um, it was the one, I believe, let me see. It was not the United States Grand Prix. Um, we already went over that. This is the one I was talking about. It was going to come up. It came up. 
And Verstappen, P1, as usual, followed by Hamilton for Mercedes and fellow teammate Perez in P3. And then we had uh, George Russell and Carlos Sainz Jr. come in uh, P4 and P5. So that's George Russell, Hamilton's uh, teammate. And Carlos Sainz is a racer for Ferrari. Talked about Ferrari multiple, multiple times this year. Um, Really happens to the best of us. And let's see what else we have. Um, That's pretty much it for the Mexican Grand Prix. Nothing really happened crazy. Uh, No headlines, no crazy crashes, a couple tire punctures, um, and a couple people out of the race. But it really wasn't that crazy of a race. Um, Regardless, we do have a new uh, race coming up. I believe it is the Brazilian Grand Prix. Give me just a second. Um, Yep, it is the Brazilian Grand Prix that's going to be coming on this November 13th. So I believe that's this weekend at 1 o'clock on Sunday. Um, So yeah, make sure you tune into that. That is right when the NFL games start as well. So I completely understand if you don't. Um, But it may just be a weird time. I may just have my time set wrong. I'm not sure. We'll see. We'll find out. Um, Hopefully it's at 9 so we can watch that. Well, actually there's a 9.30 NFL game too, so whatever. All right, so we'll jump into the MLB World Series. Just a quick little recap. Uh, game one, Phillies came back from down 0 and 5, not 0 and 5, but 0 2 5 to win 6 5. So um, that was a great boost for Phillies fans. They thought they had this one in the bag. Um, me being one of them, not a Phillies fan, but a guy that thought they had it in the bag. And then we have game two. Astros got it 5 2, so series tied 1 1. Game three, Phillies. Ah, Phillies shut them out 7-0. So that was huge. Phillies have it, 2-1. Game four, here it comes. Astros uh, become the second team in history to throw a no-hitter in the World Series games. And uh, they never came off the pedal, unfortunately, after that. That tied at 2-2. And then they won the next two games after that to win the World Series. So as usual, cheaters win. um, And rule players, I guess, don't. uh, It's whatever. We're a few years removed, but I'll never forget, just like people never forget about 28-3. to So I'll never never stop holding that against the Astros. It's more of a spite thing than more of a hate the Astros thing. Uh, but, yeah, I guess that will actually do it. That's it. Okay, so, yeah, that's the MLB, and we will jump in directly into my Week 8, Week 9 recap and then uh, the Week 10 picks for you as well. May split it up. Not sure how long it's going to take. Um, but, yeah, I will see you guys on the other side. Okay, now we can talk about the sport that literally everyone and their mama talks about, and that is the NFL. Um, We are going to be doing the Week 8 picks, and then I'm going to be talking about my Week 7. May bring that up, uh, 8 and 6. really doesn't matter. Just going to let you guys know in case I didn't tell you guys before. And then moving on, Week 8. I missed on Jacksonville, Las Vegas, New York Giants, and Cincinnati. That was it. I missed four games. So I went 11-4 and in Week 8. And then Week 9... Week nine, we went seven and six, brought back down to earth a little bit, uh, still above 500. You know, this is how I do only below 500 one time this year, a single time in what is it now? 10 weeks. Yeah. 10 weeks or nine weeks, I guess, because we're about to do the week 10 picks, which takes me into that. Let's go ahead and do the week 10 picks. Hopefully we are in the green this week. Um, I have Atlanta at Carolina tonight. Um, taking Atlanta. And then we have Seattle at Tampa Bay. Uh, That's the Germany game, 9.30 Sunday. I'm going to be taking Seattle. Um, They've come into some other type of realm of playing. I have no idea what that team is. Um, All I know is that they're good. 
And then we have Detroit at Chicago. Going to take Chicago because, again, another team that's found their own. Justin Fields, all of a sudden, an amazing quarterback. Absolutely amazing. Um, he's been so much fun to watch the last couple weeks. And going against, going up against a Detroit defense, that just shut out Aaron Rodgers, basically. Um, I still look for them to have a good bit of success against that defense. And then we have Cleveland at Miami. I'm going to be taking Cleveland in this one. Um I don't know why. I really like Miami. Trust me, I'm a Miami fan. I'm wearing a Miami hat right now. I can't believe I just did that. So you know what? We're switching the pick right now. I'm going to be taking Miami. Let me get my pen out real quick so I can flip that. And um, hold on. Let me flip it, flip it, flip it. Arrow. Boom. All right. Then we have um, – so we're taking Miami. It's Cleveland at Miami. We're taking Miami. Um, even though I think Cleveland's going to win. I'm going to just – I had to pick another team besides the Falcons, and it had to be AFC, so I'm riding with the Dolphins this year. And then we have Denver at Tennessee, okay? Denver at Tennessee. We're going to be taking Tennessee in this one. Denver has come alive a little bit. Seems the team's rallying behind Russ, even though he's like a goofus to the rest of us. Um, they seem to be rallying behind that a little bit, uh, kind of because they have to. It's either that or just roll over and die. So uh, still, I think Denver's going to be a great team. Tennessee just has Derrick Henry. And it really depends. If Malik Willis plays, I might take Denver, honestly. But if Ryan Tannehill is back, I'm going to take Tennessee. Um, so just be weary of that. Keep an eye on the injury report. And then we have Minnesota at Buffalo. This one was a, a, a weird one for me because uh, Aaron, I almost said Aaron Rodgers, but Josh Allen just sprained his elbow. And it was the joint. I, I forget what the joint's called, but um, it's a bad one. I know if you tear it, you get Tommy John. It's that joint. And um, it's strained right now, so we'll see. I'm not uh, – and it made me take Minnesota at first, but Buffalo's team is just so good in general. I think even a backup quarterback could lead that team to a win, so I switched it back. I'm going to take Buffalo in that one. And then we have Houston at the New York Giants. Easy one, Giants. Jacksonville at Kansas City. Not so easy, still taking Kansas City. Um Jacksonville, I'm not sure what they are. They score like 100 points one week and then go negative the next week somehow. And then we have New Orleans at Pittsburgh. I'm going to be taking New Orleans. It's just a battle of mid. It's whoever you want to take. Um, I really am not going to bet on that game. I advise you do not as well. Then we have Indianapolis at Las Vegas. Another one where just who knows what's going on. Indianapolis just hired Jeff Saturday as their head coach in a room. Fired Frank Reich, thankfully. Who knows if they're going to start Matt Ryan again. At the moment, it's Sam Ellinger. So I'm going to be taking Las Vegas. And then we have Arizona at the Rams. Both of these teams had bad weeks last week. I'm going to be taking Arizona because the Rams offense just looks like it can't do a single thing. Then we have Dallas at Green Bay. I'm going to be taking Dallas because we saw what Green Bay was last week and the week before. I think they're dead. And then we have the L.A. Chargers at San Francisco. I'm going to be taking San Francisco. This is Sunday night football. And then we have Monday night football, my pick, Washington at Philadelphia. Another easy pick. We're going Philadelphia, but I say easy pick. That's one of the ones that could sneak you, so um, we will see, but I think Carson Wentz is still on IR, so Philly, again, gets another team like that, and yeah, that is my Week 10 picks, and we can jump right into the Fat Roll Sportsbook, have a couple player props for you guys, and I'll see you guys on the other side. Okay, so we are in the Fat Roll Sportsbook. Welcome back, everybody. Hopefully, we have made some money in the past couple weeks, and I'm here to make you some more. 
Uh, we are going to do just a few player props, and then I have a couple locks from my picks. Um, but we're going to start it off hot with a game tonight. We have Tyler Algier, 37.5 total yards, all right, total yards. And I have quite a bit of an others, but my phone is away from me right now, so I cannot look it up. But I have a few others for tonight, but I'm sure most of you will not be listening to this before tonight's game. So I'll be giving these to you for the Sunday's game. We have Kenneth Walker, at least one touchdown. Nick Chubb, one touchdown. Saquon Barkley, one touchdown. These are all rushing touchdowns, by the way. Um, and then Justin Fields, over 58.5 rushing yards. He's averaging about 70 to 80 yards a game. I think he just broke the record last week with 150-plus rushing yards. So I'm feeling pretty good about that one, along with the rest of the touchdown scores. And, uh, yeah, if you wanted to go with some bets tonight, I can run through those real quick just off the top of my head. Tommy Trimble, the Carolina Panthers uh, tight end, he is projected to have at least one and a half catches. So um, you can take the over-under on that. I took the over. And then we had, what else is it? Um, I think it was, ooh, I think it was Marcus Mariota over 30 rushing yards. I think I did that one as well. What else could there be? Who's who cares? I'm not going to I'm not going to just um 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 um, you know. So, we'll move on. Um and as I just um, I'll give you my locks for the week 10. I have a couple locks. So, let's go let's go with four. I'm going to go Seattle over Tampa Bay. I'm going to go Chicago over Detroit, and then we have the Giants over Houston and Kansas City over Jacksonville. I know I said Kansas City over Jacksonville was a little bit of a touchy one. It's it's weird, but I still think Kansas City is such a good team, and they just got Kadarius Tony, who's going to be in a second week playing with them. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I just think those four are going to be my locks, and that hopefully will make you some money. You can parlay a few of those, all of those. Uh, do whatever, do whatever you're comfortable with, and yeah, I'd love knowing if you guys cash out on bets and how much you make and how much you lose, it makes me feel bad or good. So I'd really like to know these things. Reach out to me if you can, if you want to. And yeah, that will do it for the Fat Roll Sportsbook. And I'll see you guys on the other side for the Fat Roll Fantasy Corner. All right, so I will see you guys just right over there in just a couple seconds. Hold on. All right, see you guys in a second. All right, so for the Fantasy Leagues, this is just going to be kind of my mid-season breakdown um, one of the leagues, I am down bad. I'll just say, I am so down bad in one of my leagues. Um, but there's still a lot of game left. Still a lot of game left. That's all I keep telling myself. Um, regardless, I won't give up. Still going to be setting my lineup and whatnot. Don't want to be the loser of the, or the, at least the winner, I guess, quote unquote, of the toilet bowl. Um, but yeah. So we'll just go ahead and jump right in. We'll start with my Discord league. Uh, that's the one I'm the most down bad in. It's just... It's tough. I missed my window. I had the most points scored through the first three weeks, and I was 0-3 through the first three weeks. Um, that's just not fair. Missed my window. That's fantasy for you. It happens sometimes. And, uh, yeah, right now I'm 10th place at 3-6. and six. I'm on a three-game losing streak in that league. That one's tough. And then in my central league, we have a little bit of drama this past week. A little bit of drama, all right? So there was a trade that took place. Although it was a, I shouldn't say that, although it was a crappy trade, it was definitely a trade full of crap. I'll say that. Um, it was Devontae Adams for, I think, Leonard Fournette and Curtis Samuel. Um, if I want to say that correctly, I think that was the trade. Yeah, bad trade. Obviously, one is a winner, one is a loser. 
But we had somebody hate that trade so much. They're in second place in our league. Was in second place in our league, I should say that. Um, decided to quit midseason and not tell anybody. Started um, players that were out. Tried to destroy the league um, all over that trade. Excuse me. Uh, and yeah, it was just absolutely absurd. Made absolutely no sense. It wasn't like a league changing trade otherwise we would have vetoed it if it was going to be like league altering but it wasn't it wasn't even close to that and i like this guy his name's i won't i'll spare his name from the interwebs but i'll just say this guy he's played with us the last three years and or at least with me the last three years he may have been playing in the league before then before i got in there i'm not sure regardless it was completely out of character so weird and we had to do what had to be done and that is a lifetime ban uh, pulled him from his team, kept his team in, and unfortunately, the league voted uh, for somebody else to take over the team instead of just let the commissioner set the lineup for the rest of the year, and then if they make playoffs, flex them out of playoffs and put a real person in. For some reason, they didn't like that. A uh, bunch of absolute idiots, if you ask me, but uh, yeah, they wanted the player to take over and potentially ruin the just get gifted a god team. So, yeah, it's whatever. That's what the league's going at right now. Probably my last year in this league um, because that's just a bunch of BS. It pissed me off so much. I can't believe, like, the whole situation is just absolute garbage. So, yeah, I'm going to win this year, take everyone's money, and then probably not play in the league again next year. Um, it's just not run well. People are idiots, and they don't know how to play fantasy. And then we can go into my North League. Oh, let me finish, though. I am on top of the world in that um, I told them I'd go from worst to first, which is exactly what I've done. I kept my word and I'm on top at seven and two and I'm on a four game win streak. So yeah, that's a little motivation for me to win and then just dip out, especially if this guy ruins it and people complain. I don't want them to complain because it's their fault. Regardless, um, that will do it for my central league. I got a little heated there, whatever we can go into my North league now. Uh, we've had a little bit of a fall from grace. Bye weeks have absolutely screwed me, and now Josh Allen has a sprained elbow on his throwing arm. So, yeah, that's a, that's a rough one. And I've gone from first to sixth, which is still playoff spot. I will say that. So I'm not complaining too much, but we are through the woods. So that's great. Bye weeks are done. The rest of my team is fully healthy and ready to cook. Uh, I'm four and five in this league on a three-game L streak. Um, but that's definitely going to change real quick. And after that, yeah, that's pretty much, that's all my three leagues. So yeah, I am three and six, seven and two and four and five. That would be 10th place, first place and sixth place. So tune in next week to see if we are good or better or worse. I just said good or better. Yeah, that was a little mental slip there. Whatever. We will go directly into the mid-season awards, the fat roll fantasy no, not even fantasy. What am I doing? The Fat Roll Midseason Awards slash accolades. So, yeah, we'll go ahead and jump right into that right now. It's the Fat Roll Midseason Awards slash accolades. And uh, we're just going to go ahead and jump directly into it, as I usually do. We're going to go with the MVP. Top three are Mahomes at plus 175, Jalen Hurts at plus 250, 
and Josh Allen at plus 350. Now my accolade, I'm going to give to Josh Allen. I think he's been the best so far through this season. Also, Although he did just sprain his joint and his throwing elbow, so I'm going to be taking Jalen Hurts for my season award, okay? And then Offensive Player of the Year, we have Tyreek Hill at plus 250, Jalen Hurts at plus 450, interesting. Justin Jefferson at plus 950. I'm going to be taking Tyreek Hill. I'm going to be taking the favorite in this one. And, uh, yeah, what's my accolade? Probably Tyreek Hill, too. We'll give that to him, too. He's been, he has the most receiving yards by a receiver through the first eight games with a new team or something, something crazy like that. Um, can't remember the exact stat. All I know it is the most receiving yards. Uh, I know that. And then we can move on to the defensive player of the year. We have Micah Parsons at minus 250. So that's basically a lock. That's basically a lock to win defensive player of the year. Then we have Nick Bosa at plus 1,000, and then Matthew Judon at plus 1,200. So, um, yeah, Micah Parsons, that's just an easy one. He gets the accolade, too. He's been absolutely unreal to watch. Although I hate the Cowboys, he is one of my favorite players, and that says so much for me to say that one of my favorite players is on one of the teams that I hate. Because I only hate, like, two or three teams. Because hate's a strong word, and I use it accordingly. And I only reserve it for like three teams, and he's on one of them. So yeah, that's I think that's a lock. Then we have the comeback player of the year, Geno Smith at minus 140. That means he's favored, not necessarily a lock quite yet, um, because he's got Saquon Barkley right behind him at plus 160. And then we have CMC at plus 1100. So I'm going to give my accolade to Saquon Barkley, all right? And then to be honest... I don't know which one to give the award to if I want to bet on Gino or Saquon. Um, I have Saquon on my fantasy teams, so I'm going to ride with Saquon. But I know how much the committees love voting for quarterbacks. So just be weary of that. And, uh, yeah, we can move on to the Offensive Rookie of the Year. We have Kenneth Walker at minus 135, also pretty heavily favored. But right behind him, Damian Pierce at plus 220. And then we have – oh, I almost said CMC. But then we have Chris Olave. At plus 750, I think he's out of it. Um, I think it's between Kenneth Walker and Damian Pierce. Although, I think Damian Pierce deserves the accolade uh, for the season so far. I think Walker's going to get it at the end of the year. Um, Just because Damian Pierce is on the Texans, the Texans can't do anything. It's not his fault. He deserves it, but he just won't get it. And then we have my defensive rookie of the year, Sauce Gardner, at minus 20. Minus 120, sorry. Then we have Tariq Woolen at plus 280. 10 and then Aiden Hutchinson pretty far back there at plus 1100 so it's really between Woolen and Gardner Gardner's been unreal for the Jets I think that's going to continue as long as same with Woolen I think Woolen is on the Seattle Seahawks if I want to say that correctly I may not be saying that correctly regardless um I think both of those players are outstanding rookies this year oh my god who do I want to take uh we'll give Gardner the accolade for the season so far and then the award, who I think is going to win the award, we're going to keep it with Gardner just because he was such a high-value high name coming out of that draft, and he is delivering with that high name and the high draft pick. He's making making sure that they paid the right price. So, yeah, I think that's, just, that's where I'm going to stick with that, Sauce Gardner. So to run through it one more time, I'm going to give MVP to Jalen Hurts, Offensive Player of the Year to Tyreek Hill, Defensive of the Player of the Year, um, we're given to Micah Parsons, my comeback player of the year. I'm given to Saquon Barkley, even though I believe 
quarterbacks get the most love in these type of things, so it might be Geno. Um, and then the Offensive Rookie of the Year, I'm taking Kenneth Walker. Then after that, Defensive Rookie of the Year, Sauce Gardner. And that will conclude the bump. Fat Roll Sports Midseason Awards slash accolades. And uh, yeah, I guess I'll go ahead and get you guys into the outro and we'll call it a day. All righty, fellas and for ladies, we're just going to keep this painless and quick as usual. I said that backwards. Quick and painless is what I meant to say, but I said, <laughs> yeah, we'll just keep it moving. Keep it moving, baby. We had the F1 MLB recap, went over the Grand Prix uh, in Mexico. Then we also went over the Phillies just having their hearts ripped out by the Astros. Cheaters always win. Happens to the best of us. We mentioned in the intro, NBA games are back. I did not talk about it because it had just started. So just know NBA games are back. NFL, week eight and nine recap, went 11 and four, seven and six. Talked about that. Happens to the best of us. That just shows the ups and downs of betting. Then we went to my NFL Week 10 picks, which I'll run through one more time for you. We had Atlanta, Seattle, Chicago, Miami, Tennessee, Buffalo, New York Giants, Kansas City, New Orleans, Las Vegas, Arizona, Dallas, San Francisco, and Philadelphia. So, yeah, that'll do it for the Week 10 picks. I also had four locks in that for the Fat Roll Sportsbook. My locks were going to be Seattle over Tampa Bay, Chicago over Detroit, New York Giants over Houston, Kansas City over Jacksonville. So those are my four locks along with my player props. We'll run through one more time real quick too for you. Had the Tyler Algier plus 37 and a half rushing yards. Actually total yards. Kenneth Walker one rushing touchdown. Nick Chubb one rushing touchdown. Saquon Barkley one rushing touchdown. Justin Fields absolute phenom talked about it. Plus 58 and a half rushing yards. I think that will happen. Then we jumped directly into the fat roll fantasy corner which I talked about my woes and my triumphs because it's my Discord League. I am 3-6, three and three-game losing streaks. Sucks to have it. Central League, hot drama. Talked about it. Got a little pissed off. Whatever. 7-2. I'm on a four-game win streak. That'll show them. The North League, I had a fall from grace. I'm 4-5 and five in sixth place from first. It's all right, though. Full team is healthy besides Josh Allen, and I'm on a three-game losing streak, so that will change as soon as possible. Then we had the fat roll midseason awards slash accolades. And uh, we went with MVP for Jalen Hurts at plus 250. My OPOY, Offensive Player of the Year. I went Tyreek Hill at plus 250. Defensive Player of the Year, Micah Parsons at minus 250. That's pretty much a lock. And then we had uh, Comeback Player of the Year. I'm taking Saquon. But remember the thing I said about quarterbacks, all right? Then Offensive Rookie of the Year. I have Kenneth Walker, minus 135. Um, right behind him, Damian Pierce. But like I said, Texans just aren't it. And then Defensive Rookie of the Year, we have Sauce Gardner at minus 20. That's the guy I'm taking. That's the guy I'm locking in. Hope you guys lock in as well. Make some money. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. This is Fat Roll Sports, and that was the outro. And I hope you guys have an incredible weekend, week, wherever you're listening. And, uh... Yeah, that was Fat Roll Sports. Fat Roll Con is signing out.